that's us coming in here where we believe. May the good Lord be with you down every road you roam. And may sunshine and happiness follow you when you're far from home. We love those words singing us in every day. And all of us feel, no matter what age group we are, forever young, especially between our two ears. I have a guest that I couldn't be more proud to be having today that's also going to be speaking April the 20th here in Oklahoma City at Quill Creek Golf and Country Club between 11 a.m. and 1.30. That's April the 20th, and I will give you how you can get a hold of making a reservation for this. But his name is Dan Fisher. He has been preaching since he was 16, that's incredible to me, and has been serving as a full-time pastor since 1981. Today, he serves as a co-pastor to Fairview Baptist Church in Edmond, Oklahoma. Being a preacher is, to me, well, of course it's the Lord's work, but it's also a challenge. But, you know, Dan, he's just not a guy that sits on his laurels. (laughs) He believes in doing more. And so Dan believes Christians and especially pastors have an obligation to engage in the governance of our republic. And, you know, I just want to salute that. Absolutely. You know, Dan goes around the country and speaks, and we're going to be talking about that in the show. Before we go a little bit further, I do want to tell you how you can pick up the latest issue of the Oklahoma Senior Journal. If you'll go to OKSeniorJournal.com, all like it's one word, OKSeniorJournal.com, and just go to our little menu button, pull down distribution. You can also pull down all of these radio shows, Dan will be right there. Find out where you can pick up a publication. We're at 650 locations in the 405 area code, so we make it very easy for you to find us. But the website leads you straight to where a location is. We've been around for 30 years, so we do know what we're talking about. We're experts in our field, just like Dan is. I am so happy to have him be a part of the show today, but I also want you to be able to pick up the latest issue of the Oklahoma Senior Journal. Again, OKSeniorJournal.com. You can even have us in your home on the computer every single page or on your phone. So we're digital and have been for 16 years. We have a million in readership and we love bringing resources to the 50 plus. So a great resource. I know that a lot of our patrons out there that are Americans want to know the history. History is who we are. So to accomplish this, Dan Fisher, he travels the country presenting his national claimed presentation that tells true stories, correct? Nothing made up. No. Okay. Of the Patriot preachers of the 18th century. Some of you maybe probably don't even know what this is. So Patriot preachers of the 18th century who led out in America's fight for independence. Men the British called blacked robed regiment and we're going to talk about what the black robed regiment is in this show Uh, dan has served uh, terms in the oklahoma legislature and was an oklahoma you're gonna have to help me with this word gubernatorial what does gubernatorial mean ran for governor oh 
Yeah. <laughs> Big yeah. wig. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So you ran for governor candidate mm-hmm. in 2018. He is the author of two books. What are your books' names? One of them is Bringing Back the Black Robed Regiment, which tells the story of these preachers of the revolution. Okay. And then the other one is a book about Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 5, which is the passage that most preachers today use to teach that Christians have to just roll over and do whatever the no, government no. says. No, right. no. No. And, and so I've been asked that so many times that I finally got tired of just answering the question over and over. So I wrote, wrote on, it. on it. So that way people could hear at least my position I on that. I can't even believe it ever got that way. Because yeah, I know. it's obvious that it should be the other way. Sure, sure, of course. Yeah. So Dan is the author of these two books, and we will talk about them more so you can be able to pick them up. He's been married for 40 years to his lovely wife. What's her name? Pam. Pam. Uh-huh. Shout out to Pam this morning. <laughs> and his two adult children, what are their names? Jacob and Rebecca. Okay, and Dan's been married to sweet Ann for yeah, 40 years. Yeah. And so let me put you on the spot and you tell me the names of your six grandkids. Yeah, well, <laughs> begins with Reese and okay. then Lucy and then Silas. Huh. And then uh, I have Wyatt. Okay. And we have Ty. All and right. then we have Levi. Look at that. He didn't even stutter. Yeah. He's got it all down. So shout out to all you guys this morning across our airwaves. And we are going to take our first break here on the new 96.9 FM, The Eagle. We will be back with more Dan Fisher. Our first question lead in will be Who was the Black Robed Regiment? Thank you for being on, Dan. Oh, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for carrying on this legacy. So we will take our first break and see you back here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which all day long stands for the Oklahoma Senior Journal. Hi, this is Jeff with Synergy Home Care. Are you seeing constant changes with your seniors from housework not getting done, medications not being taken, or even consistent falls with limited supervision for your mom, dad, or even grandma? The effects of your aging loved ones can no longer be ignored. Don't worry. Synergy Home Care is definitely here to help. We offer services from hourly care to around-the-clock compassionate care. We can help with meal preparation, escort to appointments, medication, reminders, and much, much more. Call Synergy Home Care now at 405-254-3046 for a free in-home assessment. Our RN will customize a care plan specific for your loved one's care to give you the peace of mind that they are getting the care they need. Call Synergy Home Care today at 405-254-3046. Again, that's 405-254-3046. Synergy Home Care. Hey, Dennis, with Smooth Finish Roofing and Construction. Tell me a little bit about your business. Well, Robin, first off, congratulations on 28 years with the Oklahoma Senior Journal. How many years have you been in business? 33 years. Plus. Smooth Finish Roofing and Construction in 1987 is when I began, and I was a painter. Then I became a painting contractor, and then I worked for insurance companies and did insurance restoration. And that's how we got into the roofing, which is storm damage restoration. You also do guttering, siding, and painting. Well, guttering, siding, windows, garage door, fence, Everything that a storm would damage. And we're licensed with the city of Oklahoma City as a general contractor. A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. So tell me about what this giveaway is. The first 10 people who are homeowners and do not have a brand new roof, we're going to enter them into a drawing for $200 Visa gift card. Woohoo! Call Dennis at 405-923-5127. What's that number again, Dennis? 405-923-5127. We're licensed with the state 
of Oklahoma Construction Industries Board. Our license number is 8000242. Today, in this ever-changing world of insurance, we at MCM know that understanding health coverage can be overwhelming and confusing. Our goal is to help you navigate the world of Medicare to get the coverage you need and deserve. What sets our team apart is the fact that we put our hearts into helping our clients find the plans that best fit their individual needs. In our office, we provide a Medicare store where our clients are able to access and compare each company and their plan benefits. Call 405-842-0494 today to schedule an in-person appointment, or you can visit our website at mcmmedicare.com. Again, it's 405-842-0494 and our website, mcm, spell out medicare.com. You can also find us on Facebook under MCM Insurance, and you can always stop by our office at 2232 West Hefner Road, Suite A. We're right by the post office. Navigating through Medicare. Hi, this is Becky Ivins. Join me on Friday, April 8th, at the Oklahoma City Golf and Country Club for lunch. We are going to be honoring our own Robin Gunn, along with nine other outstanding Oklahoma women who have been selected for their impressive contributions in their professional community and in our own community here in Central Oklahoma. So far, we've honored 700 women, and we have a history of 100 years next year. Oklahoma Hospitality has been honoring women for 54 years. Just contact me, Becky at BeckyIvans.com, or just go to BeckyIvans.com and push the button, contact Becky, and we will get you hooked up for tickets. They're $85, and the proceeds go to Pivot, a turning point for youth, and to Curbside Flowers, a division of Homeless Alliance. Join me Friday, April 8th, at the Oklahoma City Golf and Country Club for tickets. Just go to BeckyIvans.com. Coming back in here, this is Robin Gunn. I am your host of the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which stands for that fantastic magazine out there. For the last 30 years, the Oklahoma Senior Journal. We have 100 pages that bring the 50-plus and their families great resources as we only just began age. That's what I call myself. But I am certainly past the 50-plus, and this magazine helps me myself. Sometimes I'm like, I'm so glad I put this in here. This is helping me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I get calls all the time on what is the good, bad, and the ugly out there. And, you know, uh, for the most part, I've totally found in 30 years it's mostly good. There are, of course, scammers, and we do try to – we've had many shows on scammers, and – But something about the 50-plus, I have a great heritage in my family, which is Diffie Motor Company. My mom's a Diffie. And we just had Vic Diffie's service yesterday, and he went on to be with the Lord. His wife went two and a half years ago. And to listen to these stories of heritage are giving me chills right now from Mm. my upbringing. Yeah. So here Dan gets to tell the story of how America began. Yeah. And how we protected ourselves. Sure. Let's just get right into this first question. Who was the Black Robed Regiment? Well, the Black Robed Regiment was was the preachers of the 18th century. Okay. So during, during the period of our writing the Declaration of Independence, declaring our independence from Great Britain, and then the war that ensues... 
you had the preachers all the way back from the first great awakening preaching the principles of proper governance and the mm-hmm. responsibility of Christians to be good citizens and all of those different kinds of things. So they were preaching that Christians have to be engaged. Our framers understood that. And so yeah. that's why guys like, uh, for instance, John Adams says that our constitution was written only for a moral and religious people. It's wholly inadequate mm-hmm. for the government to any other. So they understood that if people are going to be self-governing, mm-hmm. they've got to be able to govern themselves morally first. Yes. So these preachers understood the critical nature of Christians being engaged in the culture, yes. in, into governance. Mm-hmm. So when the war broke out, these guys recruited men from their churches and their communities. They let them off to fight. Wow. Well, the British blamed the war on the preachers. And see, this they is a part literally of our, blamed yeah, it on them. Yeah, see, and this is a part of our history that we, that we don't <laughs> know don't about. Know. No. Yeah. And so the British actually called them the Black Regiment, and that referred uh, to the robes so- that they wore. Yeah, but it also sounded sinister a little bit. Well, but see, all the preachers in those days, it didn't matter what denomination you were, all the preachers wore black robes when they preached. Okay. So the British hated these guys, and they wanted to paint a target on their chest. Gotcha. So they called them the Black Regiment. Mm. And these men literally were the reason that we fought our War of Independence. I'm convinced had it not been for the pulpit of the 18th century, we'd have never fought uh, our War of Independence. And the America that we know Mm -hmm. would have never come to be. Exactly. I agree. So would they actually, the Black Robe Regiment, this is just something I've personally heard Uh rumor-wise through history, is that they actually had their uniforms on under their yeah. robe. Yeah, in fact, uh, probably the most famous of all of these guys was was a uh, man from Pennsylvania, mm. but he was pastoring in Virginia when this happened. His name was Peter Muhlenberg. Okay. And he got in front of... Let me back up. He was okay. a member of the Virginia House of Burgesses okay. before the king shut it down. And he served there with George Washington and Patrick Henry. Wow. Okay, so he was friends with them. Okay. So they recommend that he can be commissioned as a colonel of a new regiment that they're forming in Virginia. It's called the 8th Virginia Regiment. So it's the 8th Regiment out of oh, out wow. of the, the Virginia colony. Uh-huh. So he gets up in front of his people and he preaches wearing his black robe, but then he pulls off his robe and mm. reveals his colonel's uniform. That's awesome. And he proceeds to recruit the men from his church Man, to go off with him and fight. Man, that would so make you yeah. want to. Yeah. You know, there's a scene that's similar to this in the movie The Patriot with Mel Gibson. Yes, yes. The preacher is a little more passive, but still okay. the preacher goes off and fights with the rest of them. And to some degree, that really is historically accurate, and okay. that's what happened. So the reason why I tell this story is the modern church has mm-hmm. so disengaged so the very pulpit, passive yeah the pulpit is silent on these issues but that's not our heritage no. our, our heritage is to lead out from the pulpit mm-hmm. and if we don't no one else will exactly so that's why i tell this story why i think it's so important for people to know who the black robed regiment really was hallelujah I do yeah. too. so give us an example of these pastors yeah well, i know you gave me you gave sure, us Peter one Muhlenberg. Then, okay. yeah and, and let me finish his story uh, okay. He became a member of George Washington's staff, his oh, commanding staff. Wow. And by the time the war was over, and he's Peter, a preacher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the time the war was over, he was promoted to major general. Wow. He, his statue is in the U.S. Capitol at Statuary Hall. Peter Muhlenberg is there in marble. So, and and people don't, don't just com- even know. Nah, completely oblivious to this. So it was.
wasn't just now he was he was Lutheran in background. Okay. But it was it was preachers from every, every denomination. Yeah. And it wasn't just a handful of rebel rousers. These these guys were from all over the colonies. So let me tell you about a Presbyterian named James Caldwell. Okay. Uh, the like pres- the yeah, well the Presbyterians <laughs> in those days were the hotheads. They were the oh, real fiery really? preachers. Okay. Yeah, they would be the equivalent to what we typically associate with Baptists. Or today. fire and brimstone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So these Presbyterians were fireballs and he would get in the pulpit and say things just to insult the British. <laughs> so they it. so they put a bounty out on him and he would walk into the pulpit every Sunday with a loaded a couple of loaded flintlock pistols hooked okay. in his belt. He would pull them out and lay them on the pulpit. Preach his sermon with those pistols yeah. laying there on the pulpit, and then pick them back up when he was finished, and hook them in his belt, and go greet his congregation at the oh, door of the church. Oh my word! Yeah, I go. What a stash. Sure, and you know, <laughs> and the sad thing is, when the British invaded Elizabethtown, New Jersey, where he pastored, mm-hmm. one of the redcoats uh, shot his wife oh. through the window of their home and killed her in cold no. blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're like, uh, we'll go after they, the they, family. They, they paid a very high price for mm-hmm. for standing against the redcoats. Mm-hmm. And and it was the preachers who let out, and it, it's so strange to me that we've lost this because me too. it wasn't that many. Well, I'd say a century or so ago, mm-hmm. we knew all about these guys, yeah. But we've lost this history, and so that's why I think it's so important, so that, important. that we we talk about these men and, and and women. I even remember growing up in school in the '60s, hearing about this, yeah. you know, in the yeah. '60s, sure. But then it just, yeah. In school, uh, that's just dropped off. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I was in grade school at the time. Yeah. Well, you know, and I'm a pastor, and and so I can speak ill of my group. (laughs) Uh, Most pastors see themselves as CEOs of of religious businesses. Mm -hmm. So it's all kind of business to them. And I'm not saying they're fake. Right. But they they just, they're more worried about what we we often say is nickels and noses than they are (laughs) in standing for everything that's right. OPM. Other yeah, people's money. Yeah, and see th- these guys, they laid it all on the line. So, so when they when they said we're willing to pledge our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor, mm-hmm. those weren't just fancy words. They meant right. that. So you take, for instance, John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon was another mm-hmm. Presbyterian. He was Heard also of the president of Princeton. Oh, okay. And he was a member of the Continental Congress. And he's the only vocational pastor to sign the Declaration of Independence. Oh, is he? And so he gives an impassioned That's speech when they're all getting a little weak in the knees. He gives this impassioned speech to get them to go ahead and right. and, and do it. So the preachers were right there front and center, mm. and yet today we're, we're completely yeah. oblivious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very passive. Yeah. yeah. How important were they to America, the preachers, winning our American independence? Well, Robin, I'm convinced that had they not taken the stand they took, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that there would have been an independent America mm. because it was the preachers fanning the flames in their pulpits. Okay. So these guys were preaching this Sunday after Sunday. Right. And we have to remember that in the 18th century, the church was the hub of the culture. Mm-hmm. Everything Thing. in society uh. in America revolved around the church. Okay. So these guys were in the so they're epicenter. they're like the internet. Yeah. yeah. They, were, yeah <laughs> they were in the epicenter. And and these these men were connected at the at the very highest levels. I mean, right. guys like James Madison. You take Benjamin Franklin. He was he was close mm. friends with the pastor named Samuel Cooper, who pastored the Brattle Street Church in Boston. They were pen pals, wow. so they they were buddies. Mm. Uh, Benjamin Franklin helped to fund uh, George Whitfield.
Field, who was one of the, the preachers from the First Great Awakening. Okay. Uh, we've been told uh. a lot about our framers that I suspect is not true. Mm-hmm. These guys were in the center. So their importance is, is well, they were invaluable. Had they, mm-hmm. had they not done what they did, we wouldn't have what we have today as our history and our heritage. Right. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And I love to hear the bravery of this kind of thing. Yeah. And the Patriot is a fantastic movie. It is. It is. Yeah. So we're going to take another break, pay for a little air real estate. You've been listening to us on the rise and thrive OSJ radio hour with Dan Fisher, who's going to be speaking live uh, April the 20th 20th at Quill Creek golf and country club uh, between 11 and one 30. And we are in, Encouraging people to be signing up for that. So we will take another break and we'll be back with Dan Fisher. Hello, you're listening to us on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which stands for the Oklahoma Senior Journal here on The Eagle. That's right. So all of you new listeners out there, we're so glad to have you. We've been on a couple of months now, and I love our new location on FM. I love the fact that our country fought for our heritage, and we're kind of losing the information on that. Dan Fisher brings that back to life through a program that he puts on with all the artifacts and true stories of the black-robed regiment, which were pastors at the time that would literally have their military suits underneath yeah. their robes yeah. and go, you know, preach and maybe even have a musket or pistols there with them and then go out and fight and would encourage those in their congregation to do the same. No, that's exactly right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel like this is important for us to know in the 21st sure, century? I mean, sure. that's a Captain Obvious answer, probably. Yeah, because you know, <laughs> some people say, well, this was the 18th century. This is the 21st century. So right. what's the connection? Mm-hmm. Well, history is wonderful, mm-hmm. and I'm a student of history. Yes. But if there's not a connection, then then why do it? Uh So the reason why I do this presentation is because I believe that the pulpit helped to birth liberty in North America in the 18th century. I agree. But I believe if the pulpit does not re-engage, we're going to help to bury liberty in the 21st century. We sure will. Yeah. So there's a big difference between birthing and burying. (laughs) Very big difference. Yeah. And so the pastors are going to have to lead out. They're going to have to begin to address uncomfortable, inconvenient subjects. Mm-hmm. And so many pastors today are just well, so what hesitant. What if I lose my yeah, right. congregation? Yeah, you know, or they don't want to offend anybody. They don't want to make yes. waves. It's, it's very important that they understand <laughs> that without their engagement, we're most likely going to lose our republic. Right. And we really already have in some parts in of the country. In some parts, yes. Yeah. We sure yeah. have. As somebody that just said they moved from um, Portland, Oregon. Oh, good They grief. said it doesn't even seem like America. No, 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 no. They're as left as you can get. Yeah, you're back in the USSR. They said it was horrible. And they said the crime was horrible. No, it's right. You, you, you defund the police and get yeah. rid of law enforcement. Yeah. What do you expect to happen? Exactly. Because my car was broken into at least once a week. Yeah. And see, pastors somehow have, have, have gotten to the place where they think talking about that would be unspiritual. My gosh, the Bible has a lot to say about law and order and Absolutely. respect of authority and all these kinds mm-hmm. of things. And since pastors have quit bringing the biblical perspective on these things, 
people don't understand God's perspective and they think, well, this is not spiritual. Yeah, it most certainly is. And it 100% is. Yeah. That's all Jesus did was go around and preach yeah. Yeah. to do unto others as you yeah. would have do unto you. And well, and he, and he confronted his culture. Yes, he did. And, and that's what pastors are supposed to do. do. Yeah. And so, you know, when I get up there in this period costuming mm-hmm. and I become these guys, I that's act so and do cool. this. Oh, wow. And I use multimedia so that I've got a huge screen with all kinds of uh, portraits of these guys showing That's up and awesome. sound effects and all kinds of things. Now, and doesn't it go, take hours for you to set this yeah, up? Yeah, it takes yeah. a couple of hours just to get yeah. everything set up and ready to go. And you know, a while ago, you were holding one of the I flint sure rocks. Was. I sure I bring about seven of those with me, and we know the soldiers' names that carried them. We know wow. where they used them in the and war. And they would even carve their names yes, in them. Yes, yeah. ma'am. In fact, most of them that I have, they've carved their names in them. <laughs> yeah. So, so when they come to see this presentation on the 20th of April, mm-hmm. it's not just me standing up there talking about dead, dry history. Right. I'm acting this out in period costuming and the whole thing. And so that's why I think your listeners would have a unique interest in this. Absolutely. Because they can make the connection back from, from the 21st century to the 18th century mm-hmm. and realize that liberty has to be fought for periodically. And if we don't, we lose right. it. It's there to fight for. Sure. sure. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and here's the deal. If we will stand up and fight in a philosophical sense, we may never have to fight with bullets and bombs. Exactly. But I'll tell you this. If we don't fight at the philosophical level, mm-hmm. we will eventually be forced to defend ourselves literally. Yes. And who wants that? Nobody. Right. Right. <laughs> so th- that's why I'm telling Pat. Pastors, man, you got to get engaged. You got to talk about these things. Mm-hmm. That's great. And how, how? What? What's the feedback you're getting? Oh, it's 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 always overwhelming. The guy oh. that I co-pastor with, his name's Paul Blair. He and I go around and do what we call Liberty Pastor Boot Camps, where we train pastors for three days awesome. how to be black robe preachers in the modern sense in their churches. We've uh-huh. trained over a thousand of them, uh-huh. and here's what they always tell us: This is life and ministry transforming. It has changed wow. my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so have they reported back to how the, their congregations are accepting it? Well, let me tell you, I'll just, we just yeah. received a letter this week from a okay. pastor. Before COVID hit, they were running about 100 on Sunday. So okay. a fairly small church. Sure. Then the president asked churches if they would shut down for, for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And so against his better judgment, he did. <laughs> well, when they started meeting again, they had about 35. Oh. Well, then he, he came to one of our boot camps okay. and he went back and he started applying all this. His church right now is running over 700 oh, people. My word. So people are getting it and receiving it and believing. Well, people are dying to hear the biblical perspective on the exactly. things that are killing us now. They, right. This culture that's we just can strangling see the light. Yeah, yeah. And so they want to hear, and they want a preacher How can that has we some fight guts. Back? Well, they want a preacher that has some guts. I love it. Preachers need to be men, not mm. these wimps yes. that we've become accustomed yes, to. Yes, so, very much. Yeah. Oh, it's right on, Dan. First of all, let me make sure we've covered this. Why do you believe modern preachers or pastors should engage in the politics? Yeah. And you just said. Right. And so how does that play out while pastoring a church? Yeah. Well, what you do is you don't preach that politics is the answer. None of us believe that right. government is the answer. But here's what Scripture does teach. God established three institutions so that we can have a civil society. It kind of works like a three-leg stool. Okay. The home, the state, yeah. and the church. And you have to have those. Those three, and if you have those three, mm-hmm. then the stool will stand. But if you take one of the legs off a three-legged yeah, stool, it falls it's over. It's going down. Yeah. Okay, so government is an institution of God, I believe. Mm-hmm. Well, God's word has a lot to say about what 
proper government is. Mm-hmm. Well, if we don't bring God's principles to bear, then what do we have? We have improper government, right? which is what we're living under today. Yes. And look at the end result. Yes. We're losing everything. I haven't seen any positivity about no, that. No, no. And so we're, we're losing everything. So the way that plays out is a pastor doesn't get up and necessarily just preach politics. He mm-hmm. simply takes issues right out of God's word and applies them to current life and things that are going on. Mm-hmm. So like, for instance, the defund police. Yeah. Well, is that just a political issue? No, that, that's a moral issue. Mm-hmm. Because what we're talking about here is protecting people's private property right. and their own that lives. That they worked their whole lives yeah. for. And their own lives. Yes. And there's something <laughs> spiritual about that as far as I'm concerned. Um, absolutely. Yeah. 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 You just word right on <laughs> joining your church. Um, tell us about your presentation, bringing back yeah. the black regiment. Yeah, well, what people are going to see is they're going to come in and they're going to hear a lot of uh, background music playing. They're going to see this huge eight foot by twelve foot screen. Mm-hmm. They're going to see me in period costume. It's going to be all kinds of colorful uh, portraits and and moving clips from videos and sound effects. Yes, and then I'm going to be acting out, be being some of these men. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to hear the story, so cool. but they're going to kind of hear it first person. Right. So they're going to kind of go back in time with me mm-hmm. and kind of live it out. So you like even kind of change your voice yes, and become an actor yeah, yeah, for this. Yeah, I most certainly do. <laughs> yeah. When did this come to you? Uh, you know, well... Uh, I've always enjoyed history, number one. Okay. I've always believed Christians yeah. ought to be engaged, number two. Mm-hmm. And about 2007 or so, I heard about the Black Robe Regiment for the mm-hmm. very first time. And I thought they were talking about judges. Some people yeah. like to think of the war black robes. <laughs> and then I found out it was the preachers of the revolution. I said, what? where's this been all my life? Yeah. And I just started doing little presentations, trying to share with people, and it just organically grew. Wow. Into this. It's kind of like a one-man Broadway production now. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's well, like, Where's the furthest you've gone? With oh this gosh! Well, I just came back from North Carolina. Okay, I've been all the way up into Boston, okay. uh, Pennsylvania, way up into Montana, Idaho. Wow. I go all over the country, literally all over the country. Okay, have you been to California? Yet? That's the one place I have not been. Those lefties won't have me. <laughs> You're just talking about left-handed. Yeah. You're doing this presentation here in Oklahoma City on April the 20th at the Quill Creek Golf and Country Club in their main dining area. Plenty of room. I'm the president. President of this organization called Christian Women and Men of OKC. Uh-huh. A lot of times Christian can get a bad connotation sure. to it. You're going to be talking about the history of what people in that era, the idealism of Christianity. Yeah. 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 Their Christianity had shoe leather attached to it. Yes. Yes. You know, see, they didn't just talk as pie in the sky. Mm -hmm. Christianity meant living out what you believe every day. There you go. And so if we're going to stand for what is right and we're going to stand against what is evil, then sometimes we have to bow up and really take a tough stand. You're right. Because if we don't, then evil always tries to prevail. It's a constant fight. Yeah. It's a constant fight. Constant. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a wishbone, you have a backbone. No, that's right. Yeah. So we're going to take another break here. We've still got a couple of more segments here with Dan Fisher, who will be speaking in Oklahoma City, almost like a Broadway production, on April the 20th at Quail Creek Golf and Country Club between 11 and 1.30. You do need to RSVP, and we'll tell you how to do that when we come back here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour. 
And Dan, can you tell me what OSJ stands for? Oklahoma, Oklahoma Senior, Senior Journal. Journal. <laughs> here on the Eagle 96.9 FM. We'll just see you right back here in a little bit. <laughs> As the premier provider of in-home senior care, Our mission is to ensure a better quality of life for our clients and their families by providing dependable and affordable care. You want the very best to help your loved ones, someone you can trust. At Senior Helpers, our caregivers are not just certified in Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's care, but they can also help with light therapeutic exercise, home safety and fall prevention, transportation assistance, medication management, and even the simple things like fresh meal prep and personal care and companionship. Of course, each has also passed a thorough background check. That is, senior care, only better. Senior Helpers is not just one of the best-known in-home care providers. We are also an industry leader in the field of Alzheimer's and dementia care. Give Lori or Tamara a call at Senior Helpers right here in Oklahoma City at 405-608-4339. There is little in the world that is harder than being an Alzheimer's caregiver. We have over 100,000 of those remarkable caregivers right here in Oklahoma. Think about the stress of watching this monster take little pieces of your loved one day after day, week after week, year after year. That family caregiver becomes a victim of Alzheimer's as well. Dr. Jermaine Odenheimer has a dream for those caregivers and their loved ones. A memory garden located at Will Rogers Gardens at 36th Street and Hefner Parkway. This 7,000 square foot oasis offers a peaceful respite from the daily grind and stress of being an Alzheimer's caregiver. With benches, raised flower beds, accessible by wheelchair, also partially shaded and will include a misting system for comfort during the heat of the summer. It is the gift to those who are on their Alzheimer's journey. Please take every opportunity to enjoy this respite. All donations are still being accepted monthly, weekly, even daily. For more information, visit friendsofwillrogersgarden.com or like us on Facebook. Friends of Will Rogers Garden. When you're considering a move to a retirement community for yourself or a loved one, you want to find a community that cares. Bellagio Senior Living offers great services at convenient locations in Edmond and Oklahoma City with caring staff and great residents. Some of our families and residents say, this place has everything we needed. The administration is so caring. The neighbors we met were just delightful. Bellagio Bradford Village is an independent and assisted living community located near Danforth and Boulevard in Edmond, a two-time Recipient of the Pinnacle Customer Experience Award, Bellagio of Bradford Village provides outstanding services and care to seniors in our area. Bellagio of Oklahoma City offers assisted living and memory care services conveniently located at Portland and Memorial. For more information, visit bellagioliving.com or call 405-697-0890. 405-697-0890. Well, hello there. This is Robin Gunn, the publisher and editor of the Oklahoma Senior Journal magazine and on-air host with the Eagle coming to you every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. We're so proud to be able to bring you these programs, but there's something else we're very proud about. We added an app. So the Oklahoma Senior Journal now has an app you can put right on your smartphone. And let me tell you how to do that because it's easy. All you need to do is pull up your phone exactly like you're going to send a text. And in that two line where you would normally put someone's name or phone number, you put these numbers, 9 
95577. That's 95577. And it'll automatically separate and put a dash in there, and that's okay. And then down in the message part of your text, type this, all like it's one word, 50PLUS, 50PLUS, 50 plus. Then hit the send button, and you'll automatically get a link that will allow you to download the Oklahoma Senior Journal right on your phone. Now, how great is that? You'll be able to listen to all these radio shows. We have a find your car, like if you park your car in a location, it'll put a pin in it. It'll walk you back to your car. All of the Oklahoma Senior Journal issues are on there, videos, and a myriad of other 15 options that are available on the app. So please download the Oklahoma Senior Journal app today. Dan Fisher, co-pastor of Fairview Baptist Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, is doing a presentation at the Christian Women and Men of OKC. Wednesday, April 20th from 11.30 to 1.30 p.m. at Quail Creek Country Club, 3501 Quail Creek Road in Oklahoma City for the 2022 Spring Bazaar Silent Auction and Bake Sale. Dan will be in his 18th century costume using multimedia, telling the story of the Black Robe Regiment. The Black Robe Regiment were the patriot preachers of the 18th century who engaged in the government of the colonies. When the War of Independence began, these preachers recruited men from their churches and communities and led them to fight on the battlefields of the war. Dan will have period flintlock muskets present for attendees to see and hold. Business sponsorships available along with business-sponsored bag stuffing. For more information or to attend RSVP only, call Peggy Bass at 405-343-0079. That's 405-343-0079. Limited seating available Wednesday, April 20th from 11.30 to 1.30 p.m. at Quail Creek Country Club, 3501 Quail Creek Road in Oklahoma City for the 2022 Spring Bazaar Silent Auction and Bake Sale. Three-course lunch will be served. Check out Dan's website, danfisherbrr.com. This is Robin Gunn bringing you back in here with Dan Fisher. He is a pastor or co-pastor of Fairview Baptist Church in Edmond. He also goes around and does presentations on the black-robed regiment. He literally learned about them and you said 2007? Yes, yeah, when I first heard about them. Right. Yeah. And these are actually pastors back in the 18th century that would preach from their pulpit, pull off their black robes, and really pump up their congregation to fight against the redcoats so the redcoats literally had bounties on their heads oh yeah 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 in fact some of the, they hated these preachers so much that if they captured them on the battlefield oh. typically they'd kill them right on the spot i tell the story of one of the pastors in fact the very end of the presentation i mm-hmm. become the last character his name was john rossbrook and he was trying to surrender mm. and they killed him and and he was so that's really so they murder. executed him yeah, yeah that's that's murder mm-hmm. so they would either kill these preachers or they would throw them on prison ships and i don't know if you know anything mm-hmm. about those prison those ships. aren't good they were terrible and the highest death rate on those prison ships was preachers <sighs> and the reason why they did this is because they knew the preachers were the ones who were fanning the flames well sure so for instance when one of the recruiters from the continental army would come into a, a community to recruit soldiers mm-hmm. for the continental army mm-hmm. he would go around and see if he could find a black robe preacher because they could recruit more people than he could. So the British knew that if they could kill these preachers, they Mm -hmm. might, you know, instill such fear in the hearts of others that they would would pipe down and and be quiet. But Mm -hmm. it actually backfired on them. Oh, yeah. The whole title, Black Robe 
regiment has kind of become a badge of honor. And, mm-hmm. and these guys, um, man, they, they yeah, paid they a heavy price. Yeah, they sacrificed exactly for us. Yeah, they did. So you've written these two books. Will yes. you say their names again? Yeah, one of them is, is the book on the Black Robe Regiment itself. I wrote this. Is more, it's more like a textbook, but there's incredible stories in it. These guys' lives are just phenomenal. But it's, it's called Bringing Back the Black Robed Regiment because okay. I believe we've got to bring back. Bring that back. Yeah. 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 And then the other book is is the passage of choice by modern preachers, Romans 13, 1 through 5, where they tell Christians that Paul says you have to just knuckle under and you've got to submit to government no matter what. Mm-mm. And I don't believe that's what Scripture teaches. So mm-hmm. I kind of went through and, and stepped through the whole thing historically and biblically because people always ask me, well, mm-hmm. Dan, if I if I stand up against tyranny, aren't am I not disobeying Romans 13? And I said, no, mm-hmm. you are not. And and so I've, I've you know I've, I've had to answer that question so many times that I finally said, heck, I'm, I'm just going to write. What's the name of it. that book? It's called Unlimited Submission with a question mark okay how the uh, how Romans 13 1 through 5 has been incorrectly used to silence Christians in the church there you go yeah okay and yeah and you have a big piece of tape over someone's yeah, mouth yeah, well, there, we got, yeah we got him taped up yeah. he's got Romans 13 on it yeah <laughs> I like yeah. it so how do you get both of these books? yeah well the way to do it is to go to my website okay let's and that's say really that. easy Dan Fisher mm-hmm. BRR black robe regiment okay. BRR.com okay. so it's just Dan Fisher BRR.com okay we also hired a movie company and mm. we made a 90 minute kind of a, oh a 30,000 foot view of the Black Robe Regiment in a docudrama and, and we have actors and actresses in it, people in period wow. costume, filmed on location that tells the story for those that might not be willing to read but want to kind of watch right. it. Right. So we also have that available on our website and as well. And that's just the Black Robe Regiment. Yeah, it's just it's the same title same as the book. Same thing as the book. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's a movie of the book. And we'll also have these with us the day April the 20th. April 20th. We're, good, we're good, there. good. Yeah. You look really cool in that uniform. <laughs> you certainly fit the period. Well, thank you. So, yeah. These two books you get from your website, which is Dan Fisher. Will you spell your last B- name? Yeah. F-I-S-H-E-R and then just dot com. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Tell us about your traveling museum of yeah yeah these relics yeah from the revolution. Well, you know normally when you go see something like this you're looking at it through plated glass yes well these sure. are right out front in fact i let the people hold them and get their pictures made with oh, them wow. so for instance i have a flintlock that was used at the battle of bunker hill wow a soldier named william perkins carried it so people can stand there and hold this musket that was at bunker hill i have another musket that was carried by a private named isaac cook he carried it across the Delaware River with George Washington oh, on December the twenty fifth, seventeen seventy six, and he used it at the Battle of Trenton, New Jersey, the next day. And so they get to hold these and get their picture made with them, you know. And it's just uh-huh. and and for me to hold something yeah, like that when out I of our history, it, oh, it just it just it's, cold chills, yeah. Yeah, because it's like you know, electrifying. Well, yeah, because you're thinking, my gosh, if this thing could talk, where yeah. it has been, you know, <laughs> and and just to hold it, uh, I don't know. There's just something about Who it. Who made the musket? Yeah, well, some of them we bought from the French. Remember the French uh, allied with us, so we we bought them from their arsenals because we didn't have arsenals in America. Then. Uh, okay. The only thing we had were gunsmiths, okay. and the problem with a gunsmith is he can only make a gun right. every month or two. Right. Well, he couldn't outfit an army, so we had to buy in bulk. From 
from the French. Mm. But then some guys brought their own guns with them to the battlefield, and those were typically guns made by a local gunsmith. Gotcha. So yeah. this would, would they be, be like the revolver pistol gun? No, 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 no. They did have flintlock pistols, but everything in that day and time was basically smoothbore. And what that means is there's no rifling in the barrel. Mm. So the musket ball doesn't spin. Ah. It just comes straight. So they weren't very accurate. And they're single shot, one shot mm-hmm. at a time. Mm-hmm. So you better make that shot count because yeah. <laughs> you're you going to have to how, reload. You told us while the mic was off how quickly somebody could reload yeah. a musket. Yeah, typically under fire, they could load twice and fire a minute. So they okay. could fire twice in 60 seconds. The gunpowder that they had was very corrosive. And so after you'd fire a gun four or five times, it was really fouled up. Mm. So it became much harder to load and, mm. and, and much more inaccurate. That's why, by the way, they lined up the armies real close so to one close. another so they yeah. can hit each other. <laughs> Amazing. Dan will be April the 20th at Quill Creek Golf and Country Club from 11 to 1.30. There will be a lunch served, and I'm talking tablecloth, a three-course meal, and we'll also be doing a spring bazaar. So there's going to be things you can be looking at. Uh, before Dan speaks, I encourage everyone, even kids, to come to this. This is fantastic. Have you ever gone to schools? Oh, yeah. Most schools will not allow me to come, yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. But I have been in a few schools, and the kids just love it. Oh. Uh, people people who bring their children to these events, the kids are as enthralled by oh, it as, as the parents are. As they would be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to take another break. This is our shortest break. We'll be gone less than a minute. Then we will uh, definitely come back with one final question here for Dan Fisher here on the Rise and Thrive OSJA radio which stands for what Dan? It stands for Oklahoma <laughs> Senior Journal okay. uh, here on the Eagle 96.9 FM thank you for our new listeners out there we will be right back Yes, this is Robin Gunn coming back in here. I've been talking to Dan Fisher. He does a presentation called the Black Robed Regiment. And this is when pastors and preachers of the 18th century, you know, they all wore black robes as preachers, but would literally pump up their congregation, take those robes off and have their uniforms underneath and go straight out to war and fight for our freedom. And there's very little known about these guys. And Dan does this literally Hollywood production. There's even a a DVD you can buy with real actors. He's written two books. This is April 20th at the Quell Creek Golf and Country Club from 11 to 1.30. You do have to RSVP because a lunch will be served. And you call Peggy Bass. That's Peggy Bass at 405-343-0078. I'm going to repeat that for you. Call Peggy Bass for an RSVP to hear Dan Fisher on April 20th from 11 to 1.30, So, Dan, uh, tell us about your traveling museum of relics from the revolution you bring along with you yeah. at the presentation, then, and we have about three minutes. Yeah, well, I, I just want them to come, and I want them to hold these. Okay. And so tell them, bring their, most people bring their phones with them. Oh, anyway. yeah. we all, we're attached at the hip <laughs> now to those stupid are. things. <laughs> 
but bring your phone or or a full blown camera. Yeah, because you're going to want to get your picture made with these muskets. Yes. I mean, just imagine standing there holding a musket, musket from the 1800s, well, or one that was used at Bunker Hill, yes. you know, or whatever. So you're going to be able to do that, and so they need to, they need to come and and not only see the presentation, but kind of experience this. This is really not just a presentation. This is kind of a, an experience. Mm-hmm. And it's truly is. Yeah, yeah. And and I promise they will never they will never think the same right. about the War of Independence and the churches and the preachers mm. ever again once they hear this story. Because it's right. it's a phenomenal story. And we've really lost that type of guts. Yeah, we, we have. Yeah. We've become very soft. Mm-hmm. And if we and the reason I do this, by the way, is to try to reinstill this courage mm-hmm. in us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wonderful to, not to stand celebrate the past. By. Yeah, it's wonderful to celebrate the past, but I'm telling you, if we don't use it yeah. to protect the future, we're going to lose it all. That's exactly and so, right. and so that's the reason why I do this. And when you think about it, you can't change history, people. No, no, no. That's what it is. Yeah. And so right. we just need to remind you yep, of it. Yep, that's right. And we yeah. need to repeat. We need repeat. to repeat. That's right. Amen. That's right. All right. Well, Dan Fisher, thank you so much for being on oh, today. thank you for having me. It's <laughs> yeah, so good to meet you, you and to you be with too. you. Yeah. It's been fantastic. Well, I enjoyed so, it. <laughs> April 20th. From 11 to 1.30 at Quail Creek Golf and Country Club. You do have to make a reservation because a very nice lunch will be served. Call Peggy Bass at 405-343-0079. 405-343-0079. Call Peggy Bass. This is going to be my first time to see this. I'm so excited to do so. And I'm going to be talking to a lot of people about being there. So it is limited seating. So please call Peggy Bass at 405-343-0079. And kids are welcome. All ages are welcome to this. Thank you again. And Oh, it's my honor. Uh, Thank you for having yes, me. Yes, and bringing your musket today. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. All to. right. Well, we will see you on the 20th. All right, sounds good. Okay. Bye-bye, and thank you for listening in today on the new 96.9 FM, The Eagle. And if you missed Dan today or the show, you can always listen to it on the Oklahoma Senior Journal app. Here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which Dan loves to tell us what OSJ stands for. That stands for Oklahoma (laughs) Senior Journal. That is right. Thank you so much for listening in today.